better not be there. All right, what's this? What the hell is this podcast? Uh, welcome everybody to Fi by the Sword, where Fi learns about the best X Men characters ever, the X Babies. Oh fucking Christ, the X Babies. Uh, Hi, I'm Tass. That's that's Fi. Yeah, I'm Fi. I draw porn on the internet. Uh, okay, so what the hell is this, uh, Tazril? What are we All doing right, this so week? We are doing, <laughs> we are doing Excalibur Mojo Mayhem, which is not part of mainline Excalibur, and it's technically not an annual, but in in everything but name, it is an annual. What is an annual for context? An annual, uh, every so often, once a year, yeah, as, as with the name. A, in the, a long-running line, we'll do like a, a little one-off, spin-off thing that sometimes is in continuity, sometimes it's not. Yeah. It's usually equivalent to about two regular issues. And it's just like, yeah, we're just going to go do a weird little thing. What an odd a format. Um, Yeah, this one is very like, uh, briefly mentions things that are happening in Excalibur. Yes. And then goes back to talking about what the fuck this is. Yeah, this, this, what's even more fun is, uh, yeah, uh, you know how it's in the very first page it says, uh, it's got a little thing saying X-Men Annual 12. Yeah. Like, there are four pages in Annual 12 that, like, lead into this. Yeah, this is another thing that sucks about comics is, like, how, like, you're sort of just expected to read all the fucking things uh, to get, like, a firm grasp of what the hell is happening. Um, but this one is even weirder, because, like, it's an inc- it's an incredibly different story for all of X-Men Annual 12. In the last four pages, just, like, Mojo shows up. Yeah. And, like, we get a bunch of, like, alternate versions of the X-Men. And then these, these, these losers show up. And then these losers show up. All right, so let's explain. Let, let's let's start this. Our very first page, we He's have insane. the we have the the trademark enforcers that look I, like the. I was gonna say, like, can a can a joke be too meta? That's what I was really <laughs> asking myself through the course of this, like this this comic book, because the trademark enforcers like literally have brands that are like tms on them yes <laughs> it's, and they were smart smart enough to have the brands backwards like they should be yeah it is so unbelievably on the nose <laughs> um but it is an insane fucking panel an army of winged uh uh uh, uh trademark enforcers there's just like a flying pirate ship in the background uh a, a woman in a skin tight jumpsuit that makes no sense, and a series of uh, popular X Men characters, but shrunk down to baby sizes. All right. Yes. Previously on uh, the 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 X. Well, okay. Do you want me to explain the X Babies, Re- uh, Ricochet Rita, or 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 something else first? <laughs> it's become like a choose your own adventure of nightmares. Yes. <laughs> um, I feel like. The one I was the most confused about was I didn't know who Rita, like Ricochet Rita, was like at all. So, oh boy, yeah, that's, let's get started. Let's lead into that one first, I guess. All right, 
Alright, so there's this miniseries called Longshot. Oh god. Which is where Mojo comes from. Mm -hmm. And you got Longshot, who is the first canonical cable-eyed person. Incredible. Like, he has the, like, eye thing like where it's yeah he's got yeah his eye glows when he uses his magic powers incredible which are not mutant powers he's not a- <laughs> come on <laughs> well okay they aren't explicitly magic no i it's that's fine i'd just like why is he with the x-men <laughs> i'm so sick of these wizards being around mutants <laughs> well it's okay his power is luck based and he has a bandolier of knives they're like the stupidest looking knives too. They look like popsicles. I yeah. hate them. Cause they're like knives, but like the handles are removed from them. Maybe because the person drawing them thought that would make them like more aerodynamic somehow. I mean, uh, uh there's a uh, like specially made throwing knives are like that. Eh, kinda, but they don't quite look like literally like a broken knife. Like Yeah, they they don't they they have a tang you can actually hold on to instead <laughs> of just like I put, took the handle off. Yeah, because you want to be able to, like, flick it, basically. But, uh... But, I mean, also, Longshot is the the most head-empty bimbo uh, character in all of X-Men. His hair is... he would do that. His his hair is fucking ridiculous. It is, like... It's like a giant, poofy, like, mullet, like, I've never seen before. (laughs) He is literally based off of a, like, uh, a, a new wave artist from the the lead singer of Kaga Goo Goo. Incredible! What a what a terrible reference. But yeah, so Longshot is a comic about a dude who is magic that is somehow related to the X Men in this particular yeah. instance. Yeah, he, he well he, he was not related while the Longshot was going on. He he joined the X Men later. Yeah, of course. He, he it depends. Sometimes they say one of his powers is mutanty, but it is much more complicated than that. But we will leave that for later because we've we're focused on on rita yes well he uh, while he's uh decided that oh yeah i need the, the the this random dude in last issue told me that i should probably need money i'll uh bumble into this movie set and get hired by the uh evil evil director who, who and uh as a stuntman because he's got cool luck powers and is acrobatic and Ricochet Rita is a stunt woman on there. And they kind of, like, have a whirlwind romance. But not really, because he's he's the empty-headedest man ever. Yeah. That, that seems to be coming... Like, that seems to be his, his forte, his weird, nonsensical uh, romances. Because it seems that it comes up a lot in his ex-baby yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody loves him. Everybody thinks he's hot. <laughs> that I refuse to believe. He is look. He's a very specific brand of '80s hot. Yeah, I get that. I guess it's it, as was the style of the time, kind of yeah. hot creature. Yeah, and and so uh, eventually that leads to uh, Ricochet Rita uh, getting captured by Mojo, uh, who ties her to the front of his ship, where she is forced to see the the. The uh, the true reality of of traveling between the the worlds and the wild ways until she is made catatonic. Uh, okay. And then then Doctor Strange makes her better. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, that catches you up to now because, okay, well, she went back, uh, she and Longshot went back to Mojoverse to try and uh, rally all the slaves to uh, fight Mojo. And then their slave rebellion failed. We don't have any details of that. And the, she was back on the front of the ship again. Huh. Also, also she spiral. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. She's oh. she she is was spiral and will won't be spiral soon. Oh fuck! Yeah, she's like a she's like she's like a bootstrap uh, paradox kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Right, right. I knew about that part. I didn't know this is who was Spiral. Yeah. See, Spiral's like a weird, like, six-armed, katana-wielding Viking with, like, fur leggings battle woman that works for Mojo. Yeah. Like, I think that's the best way to describe her. Yeah. And and also, she does all the surgery that uh, uh, that will uh, reboot characters to a new cool design when that that's needed. That's so fucking funny. Again, can a joke be too meta? <laughs> um, oh, that, that's that's fucking. But that was a real like. It's like okay, I feel like I understand, and I feel like I left turned into a wall just now. <laughs> oh, welcome to Mojo So I guess we should like again. We should like reiterate like what's a mojo? Okay. All right, all right. I want you to picture Donald Trump. <laughs> now, now make him even more incoherent. Make him a movie producer, the most like most movie producer you can think of. Yeah. Make him as horrible and ugly as you can possibly think of. He's somewhere between like a like a movie executive and kind of like a job of the hut, but like smoother somehow like he's yeah. like a smooth java yeah. like he's, he's he's basically like a big he's a big fat guy with no legs and instead of having legs he has like spider legs and i think yeah. sometimes a scorpion tail that shoots lasers i forget like yeah I'm trying to remember the action figure yeah yeah he's got he's got the spider legs and the scorpion tail comes out of the spider legs right and it's all all organic -y stuff yeah, and his face has like the Ludovico technique thing going on, where his like eyes are like pulled open, and his like, yeah. but his face, like his mouth, is also po pulled open into like a permanent like s like horrible smile as well. Yeah, um, he's like a metaphor for and of the TV era. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anna Cinti, uh learned about media studies and wanted to bring all of her media studies into X Men. Uh huh. And so we get Mojo. And we created the greatest villain of all time. Because, like, all of the stuff is, like, super meta, but he's just, like, a sleazy movie producer guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not complicated in any terrible way. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he constantly changes his mind every two minutes. Uh, also, uh... Everybody in the world is just slaves to uh to for him to use, yeah. but also all his slaves backtalk him. <laughs> They're always doing bits, hence why the <laughs> war wolves are doing bits. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's he's he's something. He's fucking great. All right, and if do do you want to know how 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 Mojo came to be? 
Oh, God, I guess I have to, don't I? I mean, you don't have to. You can just say no. I mean, it's... <laughs> do I, though? <laughs> Is the format of this podcast would work? <laughs> um, you can you tell me no. We could end the podcast right here. <laughs> uh, all right, let's... I'll bite. Like, what's... Like, how did Mojo come to be? All right. So, uh, the radio and TV waves from Earth, all the Earths across the multiverse, like like overlapped into this you know mojo world where there were a bunch of spineless people okay and so the spineless people had these nightmares and myths of tv and they decided and one of them was like hey i want to like walk upright so he invents the cool like he invents spines and legs <laughs> This is the man known as Arise, <laughs> because comics are very subtle. Yes, as we all know. For for those who don't know, Arise looks like Mojo Two, the sequel. Oh god! But less sexy. Oh man, I only recently <laughs> found out about Mojo Two, the sequel, and he's the fucking worst. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Moving on. Uh, so yeah, so uh, so. But the thing is, all the spine levels. The spineless ones, they were like, yeah, we don't need the, the spine things. We just want to walk around. Uh, they were like, uh, yeah, we're going to rule this. And they did. And they had Arise make a slave race of humans. And Mojo is the best producer and best at making money with these slaves doing cool, cool, funny TV shows. So he rules Mojo Verse. Incredible. Because he's the best reducer out of all of them. Oh man. What a dark and terrible world. <laughs> it turns out money rules everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alright, so I think we've covered about everything we can for the very first page of this comic. Uh, what, what about the X Babies? What the fuck's an X Babies? <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay, there's. Two origin stories of the X Babies. Oh no! First one is 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 uh, X Men Annual Ten, which is just uh, Mojo turns the X Men into uh, marketable babies to raise his ratings. Uh huh. But yes, the, they they turn back at the end of the annual. Yeah. And then in uh, the latest uh, X Men Annual Twelve. Well, the latest as far as the comic book is concerned. Mm -hmm. uh, he, the, the, he's like, the X-Men are dead. My ratings are down. I'm down to like 43% market share. That's not even a whole... I don't even have a controlling stake anymore. So he does a big audition. And auditions for alternate... For like alternate versions of the X-Men. And so we get Robot X-Men... Uh, gender all an all female gender swapped X Men, um, like funny animal X Men, and then finally the X Babies. Where do, where do these come from? Good question. Doesn't matter. <laughs> they come from the Mojo. Yeah, he he did an audition and they showed up. <laughs> did he create them? Maybe. They just showed up at the audition. Don't worry about it. God. So these are not the X-Men. These are replacement X-Men. 
who are specifically the X-Babies. Yeah. Which is not the first time there has been uh, copies of the X-Men. And it won't be the last. No. Um, it won't even be the last that still survive after the one issue they show up. That's so funny. Like, fucking X-Men sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. Can you really say that after reading this issue? Absolutely. <laughs> X-Men suck even more now. Um, fuck. Yeah, so, like, the actual X-Babies we got is, like, Wolverine, who, like, says this poots over and over again is his catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, which sucks. Yeah, instead of being bub, he's bud. Oh, God. So he's Canadianly correct, but wrong <laughs> in other ways. Um, fucking oh, every other person here is like an absolute goober. Storm, back when she had a mohawk. Yeah. Um, Havoc, which I can only recognize because of his dumb helmet. Mm. Um, he definitely still looks like an Inhumans character more to me. Yeah, uh, always has. Uh, we got fucking Big Man Colossus because he's one of the most like like iconically shaped yeah. X Men's. Uh, I was at a loss. I guess that's Roke. Like, yeah, I I always thought that she had like really poofy hair at one point. Um, because I'm like way more like. I'm, I I just remember like more modern cartoons of yeah. X and Men, where they made her like That's a weird fair. goth for some reason. Yeah, I mean it, it does work for for Rogue. It Damn does. It, it they they definitely went from like her just being weird, like have like Southern Belle accent to goth because her powers are sad is like such a smooth transition to be honest. Look, if if anything, the Vampire Diaries have taught us, you can be goth and Southern at the same time. <laughs> Oh god. Uh and then the other people are like kind of a mystery to me. Like I'm guessing okay. Longshot is like the dude with the bandolier. Yes. And next to him is Dazzler. Dazzler, right. Who is the most seventies character uh ever created. Yes. So seventies that she just decided to stay that way. Yeah. And uh the the one with the uh, purple hair, uh that's Betsy Braddock. Incredible. That's she she ties in. She's she's barely she, I mean, she is she is a copy of, of Brian's sister. Yeah. So yeah, that's 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 Psylocke pre pre Japaneseification. Yeah. Um, we're we're running we're getting closer and closer to that. Oh Won't God. be long now. Oh no. <laughs> that's so scary. T minus okay. to racism. It's okay, we're not reading those comics. Oh god. <laughs> I feel like that's a trick though, with the X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> um oh god we even have to talk about the substance of this scene it's just a really long running scene where like dazzler decides to kill rogue yeah <laughs> over lock shot yeah they just all these x-babies are their their character traits turned up to 11 yeah more more psychotic in terms of children um yeah who who hasn't ever like a trip their their friends slash rival to have them killed by a giant saber tooth tiger man? <laughs> the thing I actually want to talk about is like the panel immediately after that, which is the like again <laughs> can a joke be too meta? <laughs> um, the the house of ideas uh, uh building the mojo melon. Um, yes. And it is a, uh, it is a visual gag for the ages 
where it's like the house of ideas, but all the letters of like house of ideas are like missing. So it's like the Ooh of Ids. Mm. Um, and it's a series of buildings that are like increasingly stacked on top of each other and like ramshackily built. And they're like different, like they're all like different event things that happened. Like Secret Wars, Crisis, Legends, Secret Wars 2. In, yes, each one of those uh, is an event that that just, you know, went across, like, most of the lines. Yeah. So they're just randomly, like, ramshackled together, like the, the Winchester Mystery House. I love the, like, condemned new universe building right next to it. Yes. It's, like, it is, it is, like... This this comic in the eighties like is way too funny because the comic books never stopped being this of like a horribly ramshackle together, slammed together various events that are bloated and self destruct and are willing to like they're waiting to implode at any moment. Uh, that just don't really fit together aesthetically or stylistically. Like it just like if this this if this uh. Uh, building existed today it would be the exact same building but it would just be a hundred stories taller it it would be a a a four four page like fold out panel to fit this building in it's it's horrid i hate it it's it's perfect and i love it (laughs) um they go through like a fucking uh kirby crackle portal um and they all get like redesigns which is funny yeah. <laughs> well, most of them. Yeah, they get updated to the current X-Men uh, designs. Oh, fucking Betsy looks so bad. Um I yeah, she do... got her she got her armor. Oh, she looks so worse with the armor. <laughs> um The fucking Mojo Cops come through. The line is like, I feel all new, all different. Yes. Just you gotta, gotta get a reference in there. Extremely comic book language. Um, oh, man. Uh, fuck. Stupid. It's so dumb. It's perfect. I love yeah. it. Yeah, uh, and, and, and they burst, and uh, all the ex-babies and Rita burst into the center of the building, like, lock themselves into the tide, and there's just this one, like, little, like, rip room that's marked the house of of jack and stan where like every single support pillar and cable and everything <laughs> else is leading to and it's just this little kirby box yeah it's a little it's a little kirby box with a little like tuning fork with crackles coming off of it uh, again can, can, can a reference be too overt can it can a visual joke be too funny <laughs> oh man because, like, the thing that sucks about this almost is, like, comic books haven't changed from this at all. <laughs> Marvel still is like this. It's still a giant ramshackle monstrosity that could tumble over at any moment, built on the on a, a, a singular foundation of two idiots. Yes. <laughs> One of who takes credit for what everyone else has ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, just two assholes who would just sit in an office all day shouting about ideas and drawing a comic book. Um, and they went, yep, this is the foundation to which all of our comics will be based upon. <laughs> we will just have to depend on all of their solid ideas. 
<laughs> and, and of course, the trademark police shoot up the door and cause the entire ramshackle collection to fall down. It's, 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 it's some kind of metaphor. It is some kind of fucking <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I feel it's one of those things where it's like if this if this was today, like all of the mojo cops would have little Mickey Mouse ears, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> um oh, man. Nothing ever changes, eh? Huh <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> fuck. Um fucking Mojo's watching this all happen on the television, because of course he is. He looks so horrible in this comic and I love it. Yeah. He is uh, a he's a monstrosity. Art, Art Art Adams does good 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 mojo stuff. Yeah. He's just so fucking horrible and shaped. Um I do like this little comedy routine between the major domo and the minor domo, which are yes. just underlings. Yes. Major demo the put upon like you know uh 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 which uh attendant or whatever yeah having to deal with this and minor demo who is way too worried about this like he what what's the worst he can do kill you he's done that before you're a robot <laughs> it's doing a lot of hand flapping which I do appreciate yeah you you just gets so overexcited you have to reboot her which is very funny. I love looking at Mojo. He's so horrible. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, they're they're super worried because uh, their their new stars are uh, are running away. Even though, uh, yeah, it's still still getting good ratings. Yeah. But it looks like they died again, and that would be a bad thing. <laughs> we need to get them back immediately. <laughs> Yeah, that's, free will is a real problem. <laughs> At least for Mojo. Uh, so they summoned this uh, goober uh, yes. called the Agent, uh, who is there to like trick all these kids back into into uh, press gangs, unbreakable contracts. Um, and uh, and he, the Agent, who is one of Mojo's slaves, but. Also, is like, all right, uh, look, I gotta, I gotta uh, negotiate. Sure, I'm a slave, but do you, I gotta get my cut. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> Fuck <it. laughs> Look, this my. Oh no, I, I am 25 male, and my slaves have unionized. <laughs> 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 Oh, don't die don't die oh man. don't know where your reset button is oh no oh fuck oh christ uh man uh so the the, the agent uh is like your money back guaranteed uh because <laughs> everything everything in this comic book is is a, is a funny is like a funny like capitalism is a funny like party mm-hmm. hard. We're in the we're in the showbiz, baby. Kind of energy. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, back into like if you forgot, this is an Excalibur comic. Yeah. <laughs> meanwhile, in one of uh, uh, England's now defunct rail lines. <laughs> 
It's okay. They're privatized. They're better now. God. I mean, this was kind of in the midst of privatization, so. Yes. But yeah, Kitty Pride is ta- taking the uh, the Highland Flyer back back to London uh, after uh, having been a roadie for for cats laughing, which is fucking deranged. <laughs> Uh, there's like a point at which you start like self-inserting like like there it goes from like haha this is a funny nod to like like the increasing relevance of cats laughing is so funny we she she also has a a a uh a, 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 a lila cheney uh shirt too so yeah, yeah like a leather jacket uh freaking reading Anne rice novels is so fucking funny yeah <laughs> It's just, it's, just, it's just such a like a weird artifact of the time. Mm. But yeah, she's she had a she's been having a bad time since the Nazis. Yes. I'm sorry to remind you. Yeah, I didn't want to have to think about the Nazis. Um, because this is like in between like when they, they stopped the Nazis and they had to like they get teleported away. Yeah. So, um, she spends a lot of time thinking about. Her. Yeah. I, 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 it's, I'm sorry, but it's, like, so hard not to fixate on how often she talks about, like, <laughs> missing her roommate. <laughs> like, I, it's, I think it's only especially funny because, like, in modern cultural context, like, the phrase of they were roommates <laughs> has become, like, a strange, like, sapphic, like, flag. It was clearly because of uh, Excalibur and nothing else. <laughs> Um, but she's lamenting that because of Inferno, you don't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. Her other roommates there in a cool outfit. Yeah. Oh man, this scene's really crazy. Like, um, because like we're expected to think that people find like fucking. Uh, Alistair Stewart attractive and he is the most poindexter looking motherfucker in yeah. this comic. Extra poindexter because he's in like a purple vest and red pants. In a bow tie for fun's sakes. But yeah, fucking uh, um, Rachel looks great because she's wearing her weird like um, sort of athleisure wear again. The the because of the strange uh uh perspective, she looks so fucking leggy. In this, in this yes. Comic. Um. But yeah, they they're all trying to figure out w- what is this widget. Yeah. How and, and and Kitty is just getting increasingly angry, and then just walks up the air. Yeah, that part's fucking hilarious. <laughs> she, she's literally walking up like mo- like pantomiming upstairs, but floating away. Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first time she learned how to like uh, fly is just oh yeah, I'm gonna like stand on this specific part of the air and then use it as a stair. That's so fucking funny. Like, it's also, like, clear that, like, they also knew it wasn't super obvious that's what she was doing. Because we have fucking Brian commenting, like, oh, it's neat that you could do that. Yeah. Because it doesn't look... Because initially I did think that it kind of looked like she was just literally, like, in a, like, walking up in a stair pose and they just no-clip floating up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Either way is fucking hilarious. Each way is equally funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 
I love when they just don't know what to do with Kurt, so he's just doing, like, carpentry or, like, <laughs> or yeah. something. Yeah, he's he's fixing the hole, but he's upside down hanging from the ceiling for no reason. Yeah, he's, he's got a hammer in his tail, which is adorable. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what you gonna do, Kurt? I, hammer in that I-beam? Come on. But yeah, and and then uh, uh, Megan's got something to say. It's a royal wedding. <laughs> we love royalty. Oh man, oh fuck. Her saying the telly, like I hadn't really thought about the fact that like Megan definitely has to have like an extreme brain. Yeah. Oh man. And and, and also yeah, uh, Princess Di- Diana was uh, <laughs> still alive. I was thinking about that. Like, is that what the reference is here? <laughs> Oh man, um, the the way that the like artist draws Nightcrawler in this comic, Kurt looks a lot less like uh, like a David Bowie and a lot more like like the hot dad on a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just something about the way it's something about the like the like um, the hairstyle and the like tucked in shirt <laughs> like, mm-hmm. gives him a very different energy. Still like a still a smoking babe, but like a very different yeah, thing. He's a different different style. Oh man. But yeah, everybody's like, yeah, uh should Brian's his normal like, no, you should probably stay because Kitty's like, I need I need to go. I need to head off for a bit. Mm-hmm. This this widget thing is annoying me and I will kill someone. And Brian's trying to be, you know, no, we should all stay together. And Nightcrawler's like, yeah, no. Yeah. Let her relax. Yeah, let her let her go blow some steam. Let her go be a teen um, in the 80s where you could just go on a train and go see a concert. Yeah, it's, which is great. Oh, we get a moment that is, ex- is existentially terrifying to me. Um, <laughs> which is yeah. her... She Because, she, like, because uh, again, uh, Kitty is... Uh, her powers are messed up and she has to keep focusing like always to, to remain tangible and she's in a moving object yeah. so like she like briefly stops thinking about it and starts phasing through her her fucking uh bed um i don't understand how she sleeps um but it's one of those don't worry about it i think kind of moments because like yeah it's the planet rotating through space does not count don't worry yeah about it's it. a, it's a similar problem where it's like uh like you can't like you either have to account for that or you have to say don't worry about it because yeah she should basically be in the center of the earth um <laughs> given apparently how her powers are yeah. or she just rotate off of it yeah um, she, she just fly into space beyond forever that's why comics don't care about you know relativity mm-hmm. doesn't she end up like phased into a bullet at some point in the center of the earth though whatever um but that's not important. Important part is the hanging out with this fucking nerd band. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's just like, let me tell you about cats laughing. <laughs> let me tell you all about it. I wrote my own my OC to hang out with cats laughing, and they're so cool. And they thought I was cool too. <laughs> they they really liked my OC. They were they they liked her so much. They were like, hey, you want to be a roadie? Go on the road with us. You're it's really cute. good these last two days. It's cute, though. I do think that Kitty needs some sort of win given fucking last week's fucking nightmare bummer. Um, 
But I do like that that when you look at the cats laughing uh, peeps in the drawing, they all definitely look like people who would play at a, at a, a science fiction con. Oh, and for sure. Writers. Oh, the fucking like, like they are the most fucking nerdy looking motherfuckers ever. It's yeah. so good. Do, do you like Claremont writing his OC? Like, oh man, I love all these writers and all their books. They're so great. <laughs> They're so cool. <laughs> I do really like the cute little sweater they give her because it's like really yeah. crappy in the way that like, you know, like an actually like handmade like yeah. sweater actually would be. It's nice. It's not like a cool thing. It's like a dorky thing. And I think that's cute. Yeah. And it's got her name on one of the sleeves. Yeah, it's it's very cute. Um, but unfortunately, we can't have this happy moment for too long because the ex-babies show up. <laughs> yes. The, the, her shocked face is so like incredible it's got such an energy to it the shocked face and the ah! yeah it's great that's a real like reaction panel sort of face she gets so shocked uh she forgets to be solid and is gone out of the train yeah like i said that shit is existentially fucking terrifying um uh what is Dazzler's powers? Alright. Uh, she can turn sound into laser beams. That rules. <laughs> as a, Yes. Her powers is she is sure her, her own light show as accompaniment to her band. That's, that's fucking awesome. A band which is her and some backup people. That's, that's really good. That's such a dumb power. I love it. I love when I love when someone just has a dumb power. <laughs> Look, she she's got a theme and she's sticking to it. Oh, man. So but she yeah, falls into the river. Yeah, luckily she uh she materializes uh over the river instead of you know just you know dying on the ground. Yeah. Uh, she she's there with the X Men babies. Um. The X babies, and it, the the X babies are completely like gremlins. Yeah, they're horrible gremlin creatures. Um, they give her like an outfit because at the time she's that she's only wearing like that sweater, basically. Yeah, she she just got her cat's laughing sweater and nothing. So they're like, here, have parts of our outfit, and have you had this weird looking like ensemble? Yeah, this very ensemble X Men outfit. Uh, fucking we get another moment of like i guess existential terror <laughs> we get a lot of there's a lot of that like there's a lot about the way that they handle kitty's powers in this comic alone that are fucking scary yeah um because i guess like her like constituent molecules are like loose because yeah. she sneezes because of being in the river and she like projects a bunch of her molecules around her like a like a weird astral projection which i guess is just a thing that can happen to her yeah. um yeah it, it, it put a pin in that god that shit's so fucking scary <laughs> imagine if you could sneeze so hard you no longer existed yeah she just comes apart on the like molecular level that's so fucking crazy so like she's not like so is the explanation to her power supposed to be that she's just, like, moving through atoms then if she phases through a wall like that? Is that what's supposed to be happening? 
Like, I never really thought about how her powers actually work because it's an X-Men power. They just sort of do that. Yeah, that, that is the explanation sometimes. Okay. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not like she's just vibrating her molecules through a Yeah, wall. I was going to say. On, that would like, be silly. It's like the Flash thing. It's like, the, it's the thing people know about the Flash, that he can go through walls by, like, vibrating fast enough. Yeah. And put babies in microwaves. And put babies in microwaves. <laughs> That's his power. It's <laughs> uh, a secondary mutation. <laughs> secondary mutation, which isn't even from the franchise I'm in, <laughs> is the power of baby microwaving. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, it, it it the ex babies are really uh or don't have their uh have a, an adult figure because uh Rita's gone. Yeah, she, they she don't know where she is. Yeah, um, it's okay. They have a teenager that's like an adult now. Yeah, she gets to play babysitter, which is 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 a funny premise at the very least. Um, fucking. <laughs> And, and she's just like, I guess they're an alternate universe? That makes sense. I've been dealing with alternate universe stuff. Yeah. At least these ones aren't Nazis, I hope. Yeah. Not huh. so far. They haven't uh... beaten... They have to go through that, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Kirby Crackle Door a few more times to, <laughs> for that. To find the ex-Nazi babies? Yes. I hate that. Anyways, she checks them in with a, uh... Really creepy ass looking police officer, man. Um, mm-hmm. uh, man, it's so hard for me to to like not notice. Like, there's like this comic has a lot more like uh, coloring continuity error. I guess is what mm-hmm. I'd say. Where like characters' outfits will just change colors between pages a lot. Um, there's a lo- there's also a lot of uncolored hair uh, in certain panels. Uh, it's just it's one of those things where it's like. I'm only bringing it up because it's 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 just something hard not to notice. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and uh, luckily this the the uh, the 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 process has got better because like the original Longstock miniseries was real rough in places because uh, Art uh, Art Adams does a lot of really detailed like line work, mm-hmm. and it got kind of crushed in a few issues, especially Ooh. early on. That's rough. Uh, anyways, um, uh, I guess, uh, Kitty is distracted by this, uh, thing. And then we, like, learn what the, how the agent works. Yeah. Uh, because Here. he was the police guy in disguise. Yeah, the police guy was, hey, I need you to sign this, uh, legal, this stuff. So, uh, cause I mean, I'm being a police officer. We have paperwork. You need to sign some paperwork. And, oh no, I wasn't a police officer at all. That, I was an agent and this was your contract. Yeah, and the rules say that if I get, uh, if if I sign your name into this contract, all of your powers are transferred to me. Yep. And, and so now he has all the powers of, of being a, 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 a British lady who's not Japanese yet. <laughs> Um, I think this is also really lame that she's he's also just independently immune to mutant powers. Mm. Uh, which is just really fucking lame. I get it. It's it, th- This is the thing that I'll say all the time about comic books, especially like in older eras. There's so many more instances of like, 
oh, my powers just kind of don't work on this guy. Or I'm like, I've been dazed in some way and my powers aren't working correctly. Or I'm covered in a mysterious goo that makes it hard for me to, like, astrally project. There's so many of that. Like, I, I'm really starting to notice, like, every issue has to try and find new ways to, like, throw Rachel out of the story. Because she has... Her power set just doesn't work with the rest of Excalibur. Yes. Like, I, it, like I, I called it out before, but, like, I didn't even talk about it during the Nazi episode because I was just so angry about everything else. But there is a part where Nazi Brian punches her out of the plot. Like, he just punches her away, and she's not back until way later. Until, the, like, the, the plot has been solved by everybody else, essentially. Hmm. And I'm sure that's just going to be continue, going to be a recurring problem because, like, it, she has... The Phoenix powers, which we haven't talked too much about the Phoenix, but rest assured, it's like a fundamental cosmic force of the setting. Um, yeah, the, 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 everybody gets punched out every so often, but it's so much easier to see with Rachel. Yeah, because she she is a hydrogen bomb. Yes, at the very like like we're, we're saying hydrogen bomb, but like hydrogen bomb is actually kind of like underselling stuff. I mean, she has not. She's she has not eaten the sun and, and killed a bunch of broccoli people. <laughs> that was a different phoenix. Different the phoenix. Um. But yeah. But yeah, the the, the agent should, who we should say showed up with a Darth Vader helmet and took off off the helmet and has like a a like a slasher villain face. He's got like Darth Vader's face in the third movie when yeah. his like helmet's off, basically. True. If if Darth Vader had no nose, yeah, <laughs> you got me there. Um. But also, unfortunately, he's also wearing body armor, which makes. <laughs> Which makes Havoc completely redundant too. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, you <laughs> might say, what a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, okay, they steal a police car. Yeah, which is and pretty drive crazy. away. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, and then they have to steal a different car. Yeah, because they, cause they ran out of gas. Which is after they get stuck behind a bunch of, of sheep, but it's okay. The different car has a bunch of comic book writers. <laughs> Those aren't people. One of whom is Chris Claremont. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. That's so funny. Oh uh, yeah, I guess I missed that line. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so fucking funny. Yeah, each of those people has written X Men. That's awesome. They go to the Snackadrome. That's a, it, it's a good name for like a, just a roadside, like you know, stop. Uh, a but, random like hot waitress shows up and tries to get Havoc's autograph, um, which is which again, which should be a tip off. It's it's one of those things where everyone in this, everyone in the X Babies has ADD because like they they yeah. get told. Do not sign anything under no circumstances. It will be the agent and it will be stealing your powers. And everyone gets conned by this over and over again. Yeah, the the only way you know this isn't actually a British comic is nobody's asked to sign for their TV license. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, fuck. Uh, I love that they just sort of end up on like a double-decker bus because fuck it, why not? Yeah. 
yeah. I didn't have money for gas, but I had money for this cool bus. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. We're in England. We might as well do a scene on a double-decker bus. Yeah. The open-top double-decker bus, not the closed-top even. Mm-hmm. But it's called resorting to public transportation. Yeah. Because everyone is rich and therefore uh, unrelatable in the X-Men. It's okay. Nobody has their wallet, so nobody's rich right now. The agents behind them dressed as like a weirdo uh, who tricks uh, both Rogue and Dazzler into signing like a... Like a, a... A... Like... I want to say like long shots forced to go out with them contract. Yeah. I guess they, they they have a rider on the contract that each of them get gets long shot. Yeah, and, they, and because they're they're little dumb children, they're like, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Yeah, even though each of us only want him for ourselves, we will both sign this contract that says each of us only gets him for ourselves. Literally, right next to each other too. Yeah. <laughs> Like, again, the kids and idiots, but also, like, it's one of those things where you were literally told mere moments ago not to sign anything. <laughs> and, and, of course, they all have to run away. But, uh, Colossus sacrifices himself. That's what he does. Yeah. Definitely, uh, it's, it's something that will not come back to bite him, ever. Yeah. Never, ever. They go to the train depot to pick up the, like, the lost and found, basically, uh, so that she can get her cool jacket back. But, um, but, uh, you gotta sign when you take stuff out of lost and found. Yeah. You can't just gra- grab it. And Kitty literally almost gets caught. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily Wolverine is, like, a pain in the ass. Yeah. So literally. You just... <laughs> So he stabs this fat woman who, of course, turns into the age. That panel's awesome, though. Yeah. Or he's, like, jumping. It's it's very, like, a comedy, like, youch! Like, yeah, literally, you literally, like, fucking Bugs Bunny youches out of the woman's mouth. Yeah, like a werewolf. It's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Kitty is also an idiot and almost signed, too. Yeah. Well, she's been in Britain too long. She's God. just used to having to sign for everything. Making up things that are about Britain. Oh, we got like a fucking insane scene. Like they're flying away and they're like, oh, I need to contact Excalibur somehow. Um, and they do it in the craziest way ever. <laughs> hey, hey, you remember that role wedding we set up? Well, here's a bunch of newspapers. And oh no, I guess that reminds me that there's the royal wedding. And one of my teammates will definitely be watching that because she's, she's just, you know, a TV addict. Yeah, so she, like, no, the royal wedding is happening, and she no clips out of the floor with, like, an, an emergency sign. And she's, like, like, do, like, like, dressed like a fucking weirdo because of the leather jacket and the sunglasses. Like, she looks like she's, like, some sort of heckler at and the royal beanie. wedding. <laughs> yes, and, and, a and a toque. And a toque, of course. Um... Fucking, <laughs> I lost it at the, like, translator notes. 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, this is back in the day where you had to explain that the BBC was the British Broadcasting Company. Cable, cable was barely a thing. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like in the middle of it, she she, she realizes, oh wait, Megan can't. Megan can barely read. This is this plan might not work. Oh fuck. <laughs> just a dumb plan what a what an insane panel i'm definitely gonna like post it on the server because it's like it's just it's insane <laughs> the translator about <laughs> the bbc um and i do like the kitty matron to wait until they was like if anyone has any objections speak now yeah unfortunately the pope was also just the age <laughs> yeah. of the skies again um He's sneezing powders her into exploding, which is horrifying. Yes. She's gone. She's dead forever. Regret <laughs> to inform everyone that Kitty Pride was killed off in 1989 in a random annual. Yeah, she definitely and never came back. <laughs> she's definitely not currently like a weird ninja. Um Look, she was already a ninja. Wolverine trained her to be a ninja, remember? Right, because yeah, because Wolverine is also like a Japanese. <laughs> it's like national sometimes <laughs> well well no he's just a weeb oh, fuck. um oh, God. he is he is the fucking light rail avenger um fucking I don't even know how to explain like some of the shit. Like, there's a bit that made me laugh so fucking hard where the agent is like using a guess like Havoc's I guess it's... I don't know whose powers it is, actually. Yeah, it could be anybody's. It's Havoc. If it's the Big Circles ones, it's Havoc. Yeah. It's the Big Circles, and I guess, like, Psylocke's fucking... Or I have no idea. Like, I'm assuming because it's TK. Uh, like, Boxer on the hat like a wiffle bat. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that just made me lose it so hard. The idea of using, like, te like telekinesis to make a big bat to hit somebody. It's a real green light in hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so fucking funny. Um, yeah, they just have this knockdown drag out in the middle of the wedding. Yeah. Uh, the, the, of course, we get a, a second of long shot catching the bride. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's okay. The The Weird Happenings organization shows up. Yeah. And also and, Excalibur! Yes. And also all of the sparkles. Yes, all, I'm assuming that's Dazzler sparkles. Mm. Yeah, the agent is quite the laser light show. Yeah, got multiple uh, uh, beam powers now, so you just use all of the beam powers. I do really like the way the agent's drawn. He's just yucking it up so much. Um, fucking. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I I do like the solution to this, which is like, like uh. It's like, okay, we need to get the contracts. The contracts are the, obviously the important thing. Uh, and Longshot uh, throws his dumb daggers that look stupid and look like... Like, they, look, they just look like popsicles. They <laughs> they just look like popsicles that he throws well, at people. It's an ex he's an ex-baby right now, so they actually make more sense than usual yes. to be popsicles. Uh, but yeah, Longshot just slices open the pouch with all the contracts. We get a really like a really like a really like in 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 uh, ingenious use of uh, Kitty's phasing powers here. 
uh, that I thought were really awesome. Uh, whereas like, well, if it's, if it's just whatever's like, if it's just the signatures on the, on the, uh, on the contracts they need, what if I could just do this? And then like phases her hand through the contracts and like takes the ink with her on her hand, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> um, how does so it work? Doesn't matter. It's cool. It, it looks fucking so cool. I don't care. Um, her her powers can work however they want. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, and luckily, uh, that means all the ex babies are back. Yay! And then they beat up the agent. Yay! And like. The thing that most like struck me is like this shot where he's he's, he's on the ground and like the hyper detailed boots really got me. Like that's so unnecessary to draw like all of the fucking texture on the bottom. Of they these get boots. they they got a they made sure to get a reference for his Tim's. It's so <laughs> it's just it's just so weird. And oh, by the way, uh, Nightcrawler knows the princess. Oh, co- fucking course! I just uh, why is it like this? <laughs> well, he saved her life from arcade in X Men Two Hundred Four. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, editor. <laughs> but yeah, everybody saved. All the, all the X Babies are back. The the, uh, the agents uh, defeated, and then we find something out. A twist. Yeah. Rachel the agent psychic. was Rita the whole time. I, how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> the answer is... It, it's Mojo stuff. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Mojo could just do this sort of thing, I guess. I mean, he does literally have a person that uh, that has the body shop. Yeah. He was also Rita. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, this is this isn't the first time Rita's been a different person in the comic book. Yeah, I guess I guess when you're when when one of the like power sets you're like that's a set like that Mojo's associated with like not literally has but is associated with is like retconning or, or rebooting designs. I guess you could just make a character to somebody else if you want. But yeah, if, uh, she's finally free, and then. Uh, we get a really good good thing of Mojo's giant head on top of Rita's normal body. Yeah, it looks fucking hilarious. Um, but you may have you may have stopped me from getting the X babies, but I still got Rita. <clears throat> yeah, and unfortunately, the X babies are still heroes, even if they're dumb little babies, and are like. We've got to save her, but yeah. it's okay. I've we, I've got a plan. Unions, <laughs> unions, and child actors. Um, yeah, like the I there were definitely was a moment where I kind of started seeing sideways when I was thinking about the fact that none of this mattered at all. <laughs> they, didn't, they went to all this work of trying not to get like part of like. Mo- like the Mojoverse and all this shit. And at the end of it just kind of went like, ah, well, we're going to try and save Rita. So, um, why not? I guess we'll, I guess we'll just go anyways. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. Kitty gives them a little help. And then the, all the uh, kids are like, all right, we, <laughs> all right, we need, uh, we need, uh, merchandising chairs, uh, casting consultants. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's a real, like, comic book ending where, like, Rita also jumps into the portal and everyone's like, 
well, that didn't accomplish anything. And then uh, Kitty's like, oh, I wouldn't be so sure about that. And yeah, the, the, the last two panels are great because it's just all of the kids complaining about rights and merchandising deals and, and wanting fair pay to Mojo. And he's just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, children. It's a very, very, very like cartoon ending kind of thing. Oh no, my my child slaves have unionized. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I got exactly what I wanted and I hated it. Oh no. <laughs> oh, fucking. That last panel is just beautiful mojo face. I hate the minor, even the minor domo is smitten by long shot. Like, I don't know if it's meant to be, like, a bit honest here, where it's just everyone is irrationally smitten with Longshot in this comic. Yeah, it, it it's... Everything in this comic is a bit. It's turning up uh, Longshot's thing of being, like, the hot guy that everybody gets smitten with to 11. That's so good. Oh, man. Oh, that was a fucking... I feel like we never, like, I feel like the problem with, like, the Mojo stuff is it's, like, impossible to, like, not spend a million years talking about it because, you know, it's Mojo. I feel like you can only really scratch the surface. Um, but Mojo's it's a great. very good surface. Oh, he's horrid. Um, <laughs> fucking, oh, man. I just, I, I, every time I think about Mojo now, I think about that, like, comic I read where it's just, like, Mojo hanging out on Earth and he's, like, hanging out with Glob Herman. Um, <laughs> I... Because, like, I guess Glob thinks he's a mutant is, like, the logic there. Yeah. And he's, and he's basically like, oh, I don't feel bad. Like, I look horrible and people accept me. Like, so they'll probably accept you. And then, like, Mojo goes out with a date with, like, a normal-ass woman. And it's, like, implied that they fucked. <laughs> and he just is, like, hanging on Earth, like, partly because, like, like to see that girl again. It's fucking insane. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Look, sometimes, sometimes Mojo has to fuck. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, that's the thing that, that's the worst revelation that, like, I could possibly give to this comic book is that Mojo fucks. Oh, man. And, like, fucks well enough that, like, someone would call him back. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Oh, but yeah, this, this is this is a beautiful, beautiful this, experience. This is definitely a nice break, given like how much last week fucking sucked, and I hated it. Um, it it's okay. Next week's gonna be fun too. Yay! I like when it's fun. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Let's 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 see what's what's our recurring bits here. Uh, fashion watch. I I think I can't give it to really anybody. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a not not all that high on the fashion watch. Maybe I guess Kurt because like he looks like a hot dad in this. Um, I guess when I, when I say hot dad, I I don't mean like the modern conception of a hot dad either. I mean like like television sitcom from the era kind of hot dad. Yeah. Um, like he even has house. a shirt. He even has a shirt with like a like a a, a, a logo on it of some yeah. kind. Yeah, he's like a full house kind of hot dad. Um, that's 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 the logic here. Um, fucking, uh, I guess I have to give it to Kitty in terms of like 
<laughs> like, just just who's my top Excalibur this week? <laughs> you you had so many choices. There's Kitty and Kitty and Kitty. I I like when she gets to do things though. Yeah. So like I'm not against this this yeah. at all. It's just we, this is a very dumb comic. We we got to see all the horror that is of existing as Kitty by having a Kitty focused comic. Yeah, we get the existential horror of of like. Like, cause like it's it's very like blink and you miss it. Like if you think about it too hard, kind of thing. Um, whereas I feel like a modern comic would be just so much about like the existential terror <laughs> of like your <laughs> atoms coming apart. Yeah. But this is about Mojo, and that's that's silly. So we can't really have that kind of nightmare. Um. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I think I think that's pretty much all I can really say about this one, though. I liked it. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. Something like a nice break from thinking about Excalibur, I guess. It's just a dumb thing where we got to learn some stuff about Longshot and Mojo and mm. Spiral. Spiral's great. Spiral's a great design. I have no yeah. idea if they're a good character or not. They're they're uh. great. Uh, they, they're they the time dancer. Mm. They they uh, usually dance to open portals that That's go through fun. space and or time. That's fun. They're, I just know their design is insane, um, and they're incredibly snippy with uh, with with uh, Mojo all the time, which is also great. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, Mojo fucks. <laughs> we just all have to live with that. And, and somehow it is not Mojo to the sequel that fucks. Yeah, fuck. but original He's... Mojo. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, Tazril. What are we reading next week? All right. Next week, we are starting the Cross Time Caper. Oh, no! <laughs> it is, uh, despite what the first cover will tell you, it is part, it is a 12-part series, not not nine. Oh. They, <laughs> it's one of those ones wrong. where they, like, extended it? Or is it just, like... They, they were just like, yeah, we just, look, this is too much fun, we're just gonna keep going. And so we're going to do issue 12 and 13, because we're going to savor the cross-time caper. Okay, so 12 and 13. Oh, man. I feel like there's going to be so much to talk about. I've, like, looked at a little bit, because I always try to look a little bit ahead just to kind of, like, see what what we're getting into. And, like, this comic just becomes bug nuts. Like, absolute bug nuts. Like, everything that, like, I was like, sure, fine, uh... British space team. That makes sense, I guess. Was uh, again, I was a fool. I was a buffoon. <laughs> yeah, the, the, this this Mojo comic actually makes more sense than what's going to come. Oh boy, <laughs> um, fucking like, oh man, like I know that like a Barsoon fucking reference is coming up. Like we're oh, getting yeah. we're getting fucking Warlord of Mars shit. Yeah. Um, and, and the anime references. Multiple. And the anime references. But this is like 1980s anime, so it's all oh, fucked yeah. up and weird anime. I mean, it is it is two good animes. One of you, you've already seen the movie for. Speed Racer. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Oh, a fucking Speed Racer reference. Fucking <laughs> Excalibur sounds so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Christ. Oh, all right. I think we got to like play to this one though. Yeah. So, same X time, same X channel. 
Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. you do the kind of things you do. Black cloaks and hidden faces. When we gonna get a look at you? When the black night moves, you can feel the darkness coming.